Hi, and welcome to the Unashamedly Human Podcast, a podcast created to help you get out of your head and into your life. That is, if you want to have more fun, freedom, happiness, peace of mind, and success whilst squeezing the juice out of every area of your life. Join Jackie Ford every Thursday and listen in to her warm Scottish tones, wise heart and wonderful sense of humour as she interviews guests and discusses what it means to be unashamedly human. Hi, my name's Jackie Ford and today on the Unashamedly Human podcast, I have a woman I've never met in person, but I've met her on Facebook and it's been wonderful over the years to see where Natalie Masafia is going and what she's been doing in her life. I think the things that I love about Natalie are her aliveness, her sass, and her willingness to just go to places that other people just aren't interested in going to. So Natalie, it's great to have you with me in the podcast. And Thank you. Oh, <laughs> don't go all shy on me. That <laughs> <laughs> wasn't it. <laughs> It's just something else I love about Natalie. She has as, as wicked a laugh as I do. It's just brilliant. Natalie, it's great for people that are listening. This guy, oh, um, I'm 44, but apparently I don't look or act it at all, uh, which is all good. Um, I've got three kids. I don't act responsibly, according to most people, but my kids are alive and smiling <laughs> every day and are fed. Um, yeah, I just don't go by the rules, really. I, it's, I don't break the law, mm-hmm. but I'll break the, lo- I'll break the rules. Someone's telling me there's a rule, and this person that's made the rule isn't full of joy and happy. I'm not following them. Yeah, you're the, same, you're the same as me. But basically, there are no rules. They're just they're made up, they're all concepts to either by another human. So yeah. another human can change them. Love it. Absolutely love it. So in human terms, you're you you do not have a filter. You live life by the seat of your pants. Hmm. Intuition. I use my intuition. I'm trying not to have much fluoride on my pineal gland. It's open. I'm um or decalcifying. Yeah, um, yeah, that intuition thing is massive, but people do not use it. They, they, they're programmed to think a different way to how we naturally uh, think. And um, that's not good. Not good for happiness. No, I know that, Natalie. Would you say you've always been pretty good at, at reading people and picking up on your own intuition, but perhaps you've kind of, you know, overridden it quite a lot over your life? Yeah, loads overridden yeah when I was little I knew I knew when I went to when I used to go holiday when I was like single digits like nine, ten, nine eight nine yeah I used to see families walking along and used to not I used to sense they, they weren't happy families like but no one else could really see it and yeah I thought I thought everyone could but now I realize no one can like yeah not many can see this stuff mm-hmm and yeah, so but I've just I just conformed. When I was ten, I said I wasn't ever going to get married and have kids, and then I then I followed, I followed, because that's what everyone does, and you you feel like you can't. I don't know if you're not strong enough, you just get you just get pushed along with the tide. Uh, and it wasn't till forty that I thought, oh, I'm in the wrong life. This wasn't. <laughs> 
this wasn't <laughs> meant to be like this. And then I realised I could jump out of it. So, so I mean, how did that? that was, how did that pop up for you? Like, I'm in the wrong life. What happened? I had three kids, and I, <laughs> I was married, and I was just a mum. Mm-hmm. Not that that's a bad thing, but I felt my ex-husband didn't make me feel like I was a good mum or a good wife, and it's not his fault. Um, that's programming again. Uh, I just. I was walking along with a buggy one day with all the kids thinking, oh, I wasn't meant to do, I was meant to do bigger stuff. I mean, it's big being a mum and it's great. And if that's your calling, wonderful. But I'm, I'm meant to do other stuff, I think. To show, other, to show more people, if they're not happy, don't stay in situations or, yeah, just don't do it. Mm-hmm. You, can le- you can leave, you are free. We're all free. I know. But we're in cages. Um, and I say to a lot of people, you're like a donkey tied to a plastic chair. Like you think you can't move, but if you move, that chair's going. Like, yeah. come on. Or you're, in a, or you're in a prison cell with the key in your mm-hmm. hands. Uh-huh. But I know how hard it is. Like, I, oh, it was horrible when I changed my life um, and got divorced. That was awful. But the joy now I have, and the, it's the freedom, is priceless. Mm-hmm. Uh, and other people are seeing it and I see in their faces that they don't like it I've done it and they can't do it um, and sometimes I might be a bit nasty but I just feel for them because I know I know how I know what it's like so it was but only they can do it I can't you can't drag someone to the other side they've got no. to jump but that's it isn't it Natalie what you're talking about really is you're pointing people in in a direction based on your experience you know, because you're right, you, can, you can't make people do anything. Yeah, be an example. Yeah, yeah, and that, that's what I love Mm-mm. about what I see about you. No, I'm just being an example. Yeah. So, like you, three yeah, kids. because yeah, I don't really work with people at the moment. That's mm. okay on you go, Natalie. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, I was just saying, I don't really work with people one-to-one because no one wants to jump, like, and I can't drag them, so I say, right. Do what you have to do. I, I'd rather do my videos and, and everyone watching. I don't know if they're mucking about or if they're doing something. <laughs> and then they tell me if they did do it. I don't want to hear all the stories of why they can't. It's like, here you go. This is what I did. You can do it. I'm showing you it's possible, but I'm not dragging you. And I can't drag you. Mm-hmm. But do it on your own. And do you think, Natalie, that going through that, experience that you had like, like waking up and thinking I'm in the wrong life there's, there's more to me than you know than, than I'm living at the moment do you think as part of that there was a lot of learning so in in that discomfort there was an awful lot of learning for you yeah yeah um, going through the bad stuff is the best thing <laughs> Like when I see people rock bottom, I smile and I'm like, oh, the only way is up. You're gonna, you're gonna fly, but they can't see it or feel it, so I probably don't help them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but I'm like, oh, there's nowhere to. You're not going down. You're not gonna kill yourself. You're going up. You're gonna shoot like an arrow up. Mm-hmm. It's like when the bow goes backwards. It's and they, they all find me a bit a few months later or years later and say, yeah, you were, you were right. I like pitching people at the bottom because I know they're going to, and then they, and if like, they've met me, then there's always a, a positive effect, always, because I'll only 
speak positively to them or give them the truth, which some don't like. But they'll always come back. I know you were right. But, but that's it, isn't it? The, the truth is what ignites people, that, that makes them see it for themselves. And because you're so kind of grounded in that, you've been there, you've done it, you've come out of it. People can't help yeah, but yeah. That's it, and I don't wear a mask, I don't wear makeup anymore, I don't, um, I don't have anything to enhance myself. It's it, I go to the gym, but that's natural, that's me being healthy. I'm healthy, but I have no mask. And, and I attract people all the time, like, it's just nuts, the people that get, you know, gravitate towards me. It's, it's like magic, it's really weird. It makes me laugh every day. Like yesterday, I was hugging people in, I was in Oxford Street. <laughs> I was meeting random people. And this guy pulled me into a shop to give me samples of some body stuff. We ended up chatting. I said, look, I'm not buying it. I'll come back when I've run out of stuff. I'll come and see you again. He was 36, I think, really, really fit. And I said, I'll give you a hug, though. I gave him a hug. He went, oh, can you, uh, message, can you message me? And I was like, yeah, I'll message you. So he gave me his number. I messaged him. I went, look, I always do what I say I'm going to do. Here's, here's your message. And he was like, oh, he went, I want to see you again. Your energy is so good. And, and your hug. He went, I keep thinking about the hug. <laughs> I was like, energy is everything. I was like, go and hug all your customers today. And he was like, no, you don't get it. I want you. I want you. You're very attractive. And I just laugh and I show my friends in photo and they're like, oh! <laughs> it's not, I, should t- I should teach women how to get men. <laughs> there you go. It's so but easy. It is, but, it is, <laughs> but it is nicely. It's just being yourself, isn't it? See when you're not. That's it. It's just not talking rubbish. Just yeah. coming straight to the point. I said to you, I'm not buying your stuff, but I love you. You're great. And give them a hug. And they're just like, oh. Yeah, it's not. So, it's so really what, do, what do your kids think of, of the, the, their... Oh, story? they sound crazy. <laughs> <laughs> they get told I'm crazy by their dad still, and that I'm mentally ill. Um, but they, they'll come to my gym and people, respectable people, professional, I hate that word, <laughs> you know, doctor, there's an A&E doctor at my gym, trauma, He's quite posh, big guy, big presence. He tells my kids how much he loves me and, and what I stand for. And, and they're looking at him and thinking he's a doctor. He's, he must be, he must know what he's talking about. Or policewoman, <laughs> policewoman has told my kids, I hope you grow up to be like your mum. Mm-hmm. And I'm not paying them. They're just coming up and they're bumping into me and my kids and going, oh, your mum, I hope you, yeah. Yeah, I, I just want to tell you I love your mum. Like, and my kids are standing there. But you can see they, they know. I don't have to justify. No, uh, not at all. My, my behaviour. or And I'm going to go and live on a boat. And their dad said to me the other day, oh, our son's worried about being bullied because you're going to live on a boat. And I was like, that's only if someone's telling him it's a bad thing. Yeah, um, and if he believes it. Yeah, and my daughter went to him, Zach, you can tell everyone you've got a house and a boat. Because they're going to have daddy's house, my boat. Ooh, I was like, yeah. Tell them you've got a private jet if you want. Like, you can do what you want. But it's not a bad thing. It's just different. And being different is how, oh, it's just how the world will change. If, if we all come out with our differences, mm-hmm. everyone's accepted. And 
that's how the world will be more peaceful. Instead of us all trying to compete and be and be the like turn into the same cloney robots. Everyone's mm. turning into robots. I know. But I'm bringing bringing back the human. Yeah, you you and me, you and me both. I I've got three daughters, oh, Natalie. <laughs> Oh, cool! Um, they're now 25, 23 and almost 21 and all of my life I've been like you, I chat to everybody, I'm friendly, I'm, you know, I'm, just, I'm just me and the kids used to always mm. be like, why does mum talk to everybody? Why, why does everybody like my mum? And they just didn't get it um, and especially when we lived in Edinburgh because it's kind of a wee bit standoffish, it's not as friendly as the west coast of Scotland and Glasgow. All of my girls went to university in Glasgow. Um, and after about a year or two years, they completely understood why I was the way wow. I was. You know, I and for me, yeah, it was lovely. And now I go out with my girls and I see them having a wee bit of cheeky banter with, you know, the shopkeepers. shopkeepers mm. and, and I'm just like, I want to cry, Natalie, because it's human to human. It's just gorgeous, recognising another soul and having this lovely space to have fun, be playful with it instead of, I mean, you know, I it's like people that. are so bloody serious, aren't they? Yeah, but I said something yesterday, life isn't serious. We, when were we supposed to grow up? We're not meant to grow up. We've been told we've got to grow up and be responsible. But like, come on, it's here. we're here to have fun. There's no, there's no rule. We're on, a, we're on a ball in the galaxy. <laughs> we're not meant to be we're not meant to be prisoners we're meant to roam yeah and do what we want but without breaking the law yeah, of course <laughs> if i would break, i would break the law if i really had to do something and it was in my soul and it wasn't bad bad you know what i mean mm. if there was you know like anyone that's done major stuff has probably been arrested if they're making change um like, I love Gandhi. Like, he's just so, I'm just so Gandhi. I can see myself in a cave in India. What's up with the kids? Oh, whatever they want. Because they've got a whole spectrum to live in because their dad's so different to me. Mm-hmm. They can be anywhere along the spectrum. I say to them, do what, whatever you want, as long as you're happy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't, it'll be interesting to see how they do live when they're older. But I just want them to feel free, and yeah. they, you don't need a lot to live. You don't need all the stuff. That's what I realized. The biggest thing I realized. I just do a bit of work enough to feed myself and whatever. It's because in the divorce, my ex-husband lied about everything, and he, so he's got all the money. I wasn't going to fight and lose years off my life through stress. Yeah. So I just said, "Do what you want. Have it. Do it. Doesn't matter." And I don't care if he tells the kids whatever. I'm showing them. Do there's no rule. You don't have to do. No one's telling me what to do anymore now. I've had it for years and years. Now I'm on my own, and I'll do whatever I want to do, whether people think it's good or not. Because you can't please everyone anyway. So you. And I teach my kids to speak to strangers all the time. I say, speak to stranger. I'm not gonna. Like everyone else is all, oh, and I'm like, I don't watch the news, I don't see bad stuff, I don't read the papers, I don't watch telly for five years. And, and I help people in the street, and I'll pick someone up if it's raining down the road. And my kids are like, oh, mum. 
anoxic snowing, isn't it? And he's going to ruin his boots. I'm like, yeah, I'm picking him up. And I did that. I picked someone up in the snow. And my son was like, mum, you're so embarrassing. <laughs> this man got in and he said, your mum has done something really good. And he went, mm. because of this, I'm going to go and help someone today. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's it. I didn't even tell him. You've got to do something. He just saw mm. that. He just felt it. He mm -hmm. felt the, the love, I suppose, and thought, I'm going to go and do something like this too. Uh, and that's the point of life, giving. It's give without expecting. It's so simple. I was saying to someone yesterday, it's so simple to live happily, but everyone's complicating it. And they're attaching it to another person or an object or a job. It's not, you just got to be you, and then everything just happens. Mm -hmm. it, it is magic. I can't, I just have to be the proof of what happens when you love yourself and be properly you know mm -hmm. who you are that's all I can do is be the example it's Nat true. Natalie I mean you're obviously very awake you know in, in the sense of of knowing knowing how the world works and you know what's going on like you I don't read the papers I haven't read them for years as well I don't watch television I don't watch the media I don't watch the news at all because I see what's going mm -hmm. on you know and, and and I live a nicer life because I don't get involved in, in, in all of that. I mean, things... And are... you affect people positively that way. Yeah. Because yeah. I couldn't be this happy. If I knew what was going on, all the bads, I wouldn't be this happy. Aww. So that's why I don't know what's going on. And people go, oh, you, you, can't, you can't go around not knowing what's happening in the world. I said, I can, and I do. And I've done it for years. And look at all the people that I'm touching with it. Like in the gym today, someone went to me, I went up and gave him a hug, Anyway, I knew I felt something had come in. And loads of people said to me, when you walk in that gym, the whole atmosphere changes. And someone said, the other day, I feel you before I even see you. It's, it's weird. It's weird. <laughs> it's not I am weird. quite loud. They probably hear me before they see me. <laughs> but, but, Natalie, but they say that it... But what if that's normal? To me, that's normal. And what's happened is we sort of cloud ourselves over with all this, this sort of crazy thinking about who we think we should be and how we think we should act and how life should work when in essence you're just living from your essence and that's what people are, are, are really picking up on and loving yeah it's nuts but then <laughs> it, it makes them think it makes them think <laughs> i love you jackie so I love me. you too i'm glad you found me <laughs> But that's right, this is how you found me, for me being me. Yeah, totally. And the right people find the ones that are the same, which we're very rare, you know, you know we're rare. You don't get people like us. Um, but we find each other and then it makes bigger ripples. Mm -hmm. um, and that's what it's all about. I don't care about money. I'm not selling anything. There's nothing. I don't sell anything. <laughs> I don't like that. I, I just want to give it all away, give my knowledge away. And that's why I want to write a book. But I think I've got to be on my boat, sitting on the boat, going, right, now I'll write the book. Because I've proved that this is, you know, because now I'm in a big house, renting a massive house. So it doesn't feel, you know, I'm in, aligned properly yet until mm -hmm. I get on that boat and I'm living simply. I and then I can write the whole story. Yeah. I, I love that you feel that and I love that you know what it is you're meant to be doing it and when you're meant to do it. Have you always wanted to live in a boat? No. <laughs> I'm not, I've always liked small things. I've always liked small things. 
<laughs> and the boat is quite, it's quite cheap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I can afford a boat or a camper van. I could do a camper van if, if I don't find a boat. It, mm-hmm. does, it, it doesn't have to be a boat. It can be a room. It doesn't have <laughs> <laughs> If I can buy a room, I, I'll live in a room. But it doesn't, it doesn't matter what it is. If I was homeless, I'd still be like this. There's nothing going to make me uh, change. Like people think, oh, when she runs out of money, it's all going to be... But it won't. Because I know I'll get anything I need, which is just small what I need. It's that, see, knowing that is huge, Natalie. That is absolutely... I know, it is, isn't it? <laughs> and, and people just... They, so many people don't know that. They think it's in the next relationship. They think it's in the next job. They think it's, you know, the next holiday. Natalie, have you done any formal training into raising your consciousness or, or, or becoming more awake? No. No. No, I kept reading books thinking, why am I like this? And <laughs> looking at other people. And I looked at NLP and all that stuff. And I was like, no, I don't need all this NLP stuff. Mm. That's all fact. That's a ma- another mask. Mm-hmm. Well, some people love it, but. To me, I've got there on my own, which means anyone, I think, can get there. Um, If they see an example. I completely agree with you, Natalie. It's about living your truth and being who you are. I mean, I've gone down all sorts of forms like you because I was a bit different from everybody else all of my life. Hmm. I I went down the self-help route of trying to figure out what was wrong with me. (laughs) Why is nobody like me? You know, what's going on? And there's a story that I tell that cracks me up. Three daughters, Saturday morning, husband, three kids would go to Starbucks. And, you know, in many of the shops, they would have like a a book section. So it was like a bookstore with a Starbucks, actually. So we'd go and, you know, the girls would be in the kiddie section. They were like six, four and two at the time, Natalie. So the girls are in the self-help section. Jerry loves science fiction. So he was in the science fiction section. And Jerry couldn't find me. And he said to my daughters, who were six, four and two at the time, where's your mum? And my three daughters all said to their dad, the mum's in the self-help section. (laughs) 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 Cracks me up because I just kept trying to figure out why am I different? Why are other people not like me? It must be me that's crazy. You know, and I just keep thinking square peg, round hole. Mm. And that's to me what you they're are, square peg, round yeah, hole. Yeah, the best. And someone at school the other day, she said, my son is a square peg and a triumph in a round hole. And I loved it. And I went, I love your son. I love it. He's going to be a great adult, but he's got to get through the school, which I don't like that thing. But I'm not going to moan about school because I'm not yeah. taking my kids home homeschooling them. No way. They've got to go. <laughs> so I will not moan about school. But... <laughs> When they're at home, it's different. It's different. Yeah. And I think the, the grades don't matter. I was top of the class and everything. I went. I got a degree in business. I was a bomb broker. It's all a load of rubbish. It's all this money and fighting and shouting. Not, you're not helping anyone really. Only to make more money. And I don't like money. I like bartering. So I'll swap loads of stuff. I'll swap a massage. I do massage. So maybe swap a massage for a haircut. I do a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Which I think when you're on a boat, a lot of people do that sort of thing anyway. Mm-hmm. So I'm bringing that back now. And I think if I ever do workshop, well, I haven't done any work. I haven't done anything. I'm just not chasing anything. I'm not 
just letting it all happen. But if I ever did a workshop, I'd probably do swap it. So you can pay money or you can give a service. Or if you sell flowers, bring some flowers. Like do what you what you love, we'll swap. I'll give you I'll show you my example and what I would do in situations that you're in. You just give me something that you love doing. I'd love to do that. Wait, I think it's gonna happen. <laughs> but, but see Natalie the more you talk about it the more it's going to happen it's just you know that it's mm. like that intention yeah, yeah that's it because someone said to me no you keep talking about having a camper van it's going to happen if you keep talking about it and I went but it's not a bad thing it's not a bad <laughs> thing right. not, at not at all no but yeah you're right and people read all these self-help books they keep reading them they don't ever jump out of their life and do something about it and keep reading books what? do you know that Come I on, you've got to do it I know but most of the people I mean I'm guilty of this myself Natalie I don't know whether you are too as well most of the people that buy self-help books they flick through a couple of pages and then they put them in their bookshelf they don't actually work through it oh yeah that's yeah you know they sort of collect books I mean and I'm guilty of that as well I've done that in my past I love books I can do. Yeah, I nicked one of my friends. Yeah, no, sorry, Karen. No, I just, that's okay. You nicked one of your friend's books. Yeah, because it was about happiness and she hadn't even read any of it. You could see it was just a proper, perfect book. I mean, you haven't even read this. I'm taking it. You tell me when you're ready to read it. Yeah, it was just on the shelf to look good. Uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah, I do read, I mean, I've got, well, this one at the moment, The Road Left Travelled. Oh, nice. I'm going to read it because they make me feel at home because they say what I thought. A lot of people go, oh, no, you could write those books. Um, and the Conversations with God book, the last one, I, I didn't read the other three. Straight to the Awaken the Species. Oh, nice. <laughs> and I just felt at home. I just felt, felt at home. It was like it, that, that's when you feel at home, when you read this stuff that people have written and you feel it. Yeah. But, I suppose it might have taught me a few things, but I knew it all. I knew it all. But yeah, my book will be quite spiritual, but writ for essay. So it's the people that wouldn't read those type of books. Yeah. Will probably read my books. It's quite juicy, all the stories and the things that happened to me. And it's all real. It's not, it's not suggesting you do something. It's telling you what I've done. And then you then can you... do whatever you want with that. Well, that's you can judge isn't... me. You can yeah. follow me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just I don't care which one. Yeah. And 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 that's what I love about you, Natalie. That it's just kind of you're completely not attached to it. It's like, look, here I am. This is what I'm doing. This is how I'm showing up. This is what what you know life looks like to me right now. And you know yourself. In a couple of years' time, it'll have changed again. You'll be able to see things even more mm. deeply, even more clearly than you're seeing them right now. But you said something there, which just, it just fills my heart. So many kind of spiritual writers or teachers, they speak in a language that most people don't really get. I think people that are intellectual, you know, they're going to get it. When you look at the average reading age in the UK, it's nine years old. The average reading age between nine and 11 years old in the UK across the devolved nations in England. And I'm like... We all need to start talking in practical, everyday, common sense, lang- common sense language about what we know. 
instead of trying mm. to appear windswept and interesting. Yes, windswept. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I come up. You've seen my videos. I have oh, yeah. sores one day. I have a spot. <laughs> Uh, I don't, yeah, what? but I did used to cover up. My friend went to, why are you covering your culture up? You you say that you're real and that you show mm. it all. And from that day onwards, I never covered anything up again. I was like, you're right. Why am I doing that? Mm-hmm. So I love it when people call me out and say, Nat, you said that, but you're doing that. doesn't happen often, but when they do, I'm like, you're right. I will never argue with them. That's what they're seeing. That's, that's what's happening. And uh, yeah, it's it's good. I like it. I yeah. like being challenged. Yeah, me too. Like, but someone recently, someone recently watched one of my Instagram videos, or she saw my Instagram post, sent me a message saying, um, "I've seen you've been on a journey, and you seem really happy now, but you need to tone it down." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, this woman's brave. No one sends me messages like that anymore because they know it's not going to do." So I was like, "Oh." And I was like, oh, hello, beautiful. Thank you for the message, but I don't need to tone it down. And she went, you do. You need to worry about others, what others think. And I was like, no, I don't. Since I stopped caring, everything's good. And she was like, exactly, you've got no compassion. Or oh, She was just giving it to me. So I screenshotted all this stuff, and I was like, oh, I said to her, I'm going to talk about this. Thank you for the material, anonymously. And she's like, oh, oh, I think we should meet before you talk about it. And I was like, okay, I'll meet you. And then she started giving it to me even more, and... So I thought, no, I'm not meeting and I'm going to talk about it tomorrow. And um, and I spoke about it the next day and I could see that she'd watched it. And, and then on the messages that she'd sent to me, all the nasty ones, she deleted. So they were all gone. So on my Instagram message, there's just my little messages nicely coming back. Yeah. And, um, and I said in my video, I went, I've screenshotted all the messages. So there's no point. And I said, and if you want to send me more messages because I've spoken about what you said, Send them to me and I'll screenshot them too. Uh, so she's disappeared now because you can't win with me because I'm going to give you love back and you're going to send nasty stuff that anyone can see and I can show anyone, which I wouldn't. I, but the sad thing was, well, it's not sad, it's a good thing, really. Was during one of the videos when I was talking about this woman, one of her friends who doesn't know who it was, that was mess- she said that woman's not happy. So for this woman to see one of her friend's comments coming up, that woman's not happy about her, she's got to self-reflect and start. Because she looks perfect. She's perfect. Her, she's a perfect wife, mum, everything I used to be, probably better than I was. But obviously it's all the front and, it's, and deep down there's stuff going on, which mm-hmm. I'm making her feel angry because I'm doing probably what she'd want to do, mm-hmm. uh, which I recognise. That's why I'll never be nasty. I'd always give love because I understand. Yeah. Um, but it was interesting how she did come at me and I was thinking, oh, this is unusual nowadays because mm. no one bothers because they don't get the uh, desired effect, which is me getting angry. Mm-hmm. So they can go, oh, she preaches all this stuff, but she got angry with me. It's not happening. I say to her, keep testing. Keep testing. It's not, it's not going to do anything. Do, do you think, Natalie, then, that people just get themselves into low states of mind and when they're in these really low states of mind they act out but they don't know that they're in this kind of low mood they don't really know that's what what's happening to them because they don't understand how they work as human beings 
Yeah, I think so. And they just project their stuff onto someone else and yeah, they yeah. It's sad. Mm-hmm. But again, it's the programming that like this woman's blinkered to you must be a good mum, you must be seen to be this certain way. And yeah. I'm breaking all that up and she can't handle it. She's like, No, no, you can't be you can't live like that. I'm like, No, you I can. And you can. Mm-hmm. But she's not going to want to leave the clicky friends she's got, or they don't want to do that because they're on their own. You've got to be on your. I'm on my own, loads. I'm solitary most of the time, even though I'm so friendly. Probably like you, you probably don't spend a lot of time with. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. People. I love, 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 love my own company. I love reading, taking walks, going for a swim. Mm. Just cinema. I do cinema on my own. Oh, Eat on my own. I love the cinema in the morning, round about sort of, you know, early morning. Oh. I love that one. Yeah. Or, go, or going to the kids' movies when the kids are all there. <laughs> I love that. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's it. You get it. Like, we're, we're bubbly and, and love everyone, but we, there's, there's not many people we could actually be with for long periods of time. Mm. Because if, we, if their energy is not good, we take it. Mm-hmm. And we can't do that because we can't be like this if we um, keep taking negative energy. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm happy on my own. If someone has got to enhance the time, I'll be. You know, it's got to be equal or better than being on my own for me to be with someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree that's, completely. That's yeah, I agree completely, Natalie. It's um, I've got to enjoy your company. Like I do a lot of um like coaching and intensives with people where they maybe they come and work with me for three days at a time and there's a process people have to go through before I'm willing to work with them at that kind of level because it's intensive and some people sometimes it feels right and sometimes it doesn't and over the years Mm. it's become easier and easier and easier to say to people I'm not the person you should be working with and I yeah I did that to someone yeah Mm -hmm. I did that. Someone paid to see me for six weeks. After the first session, she's like, but you're not giving me a plan. There's no plan or no program. And I was like, no, it's, it's a way of thinking. You yeah. start thinking like me. It's 24-7, this, this way of being. Yeah. Um, if she wanted to earn more money. I was like, I'm not going to help you earn more money because that's not where the happiness is. It's inside. <laughs> it's inside. And I'm not for you. So I just gave her all her money back. Mm-hmm. And I haven't worked with anyone one-to-one for ages. Because I meet them, I meet them for nothing, and um, well, for one or two hours, but they, they see the enormity of what they've got to do, and they're like, oh, I'll stay safe. I'll stay comfortably unhappy, which do, is fine. Do you think there is an enormity, though, of, of what they've got to do, or is it really just surrender? They it's, think it's enormous. Yeah. They think it's enormous, but it's, it's not. Well... The fear, it's the fear. It's yeah. the fear, isn't it? I've yeah. got no fear now, but but I did go through, I wanted to die during my divorce. It was that, that bad. I wanted to die. So, yeah, <laughs> they might have to get to that bit as well. But then you're only going to go up. So, so when you were going through that... Well, meeting, actually, they're right, they're right. Yeah, yeah. No, it's okay. Yeah. I was just going to say, when you were going through that, that sort of period... How did you get through it? What did you do to get through it? 
Well, I remember I was, my ex was being really abusive, um, not physically, but emotionally and verbally. And he'd keep getting in the bed, even though we weren't menacing. Um, and then I was, I, was, I was getting diarrhea, I was feeling sick, all like anxious sort of mm-hmm. symptoms. Um, so one day I was just laid in bed for, oh, I got in bed and didn't get out for a few days. I was just down, I, like fit with all that stressful feeling. Well, depressed probably, most people call it. Um, and then I, I just thought to myself one day, <laughs> no one's coming to save me. No one is coming. I've got to save myself. And, and from that moment, I chose to be happy. I jumped out of bed, chose to be happy. And so whatever he does or anyone else does, I'm jumping over it or someone will be there to help. And, uh, and that was it. I never got unhappy again. <laughs> it was right. a decision. Just a decision just a, I made. Uh, I cho- chose. No, I, I love that, Natalie. I absolutely get that. But some people might say that that's spiritual bypassing, that you're, you're not dealing with things. How would you answer if somebody said that to you? Not dealing with things. I did. I, got, I just got up and was happy dealing with it rather than sad. So, I did everything I had to do. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, I mean, I, I completely get what you're saying, you know, about sort of, I often say to my kids, oh, you're all covered in Teflon. Nothing's going to stick unless you, you let it stick. Mm. It all slides off. Yeah. And say yeah. to, you know, your awareness of your consciousness on whatever somebody is saying to you and you give their words power. But I wonder because yeah. a lot of people do say things like when, when they meet people like you and I, oh, you're spiritual bypassing, spiritually bypassing. You're not, you're not dealing with it. You're not inquiring into it. And I'm a great believer in I don't actually have to inquire into it. If inquiry is needed, the inquiry will come through me, you know, through wisdom, through my intuition. It will make me have a wee look at it. Mm. But something I'm always going to do, Natalie, is let life live through me. So if I want to cry, I'm going to cry. Hmm. If I want to laugh, I'm going hmm. to laugh. If, if I go from being Zen mum to Tasmanian devil mum in a heartbeat, then, you know, it, if I'm not able to catch that because my consciousness is kind of lowered, my, my mood is lowered, then I'm going to go through that, try and catch myself as quickly as I can, and then do damage control whenever I'm through it. That's it. But I, I was being a victim, and that's why I don't, I don't like victims who are blaming everything else. You can do whatever you want. You, can't, you can blame everyone else, but it's still the same. You, you can either get up and fight or lay down and wait for someone to save you, then, but they won't come. And you'll be forever a victim, blaming it, oh, my life's so bad because of my parents or my boyfriend or my job. I, they're not my people. They can say whatever spiritually, but I don't even know. I, I get what you're saying. <laughs> I know, I know you know. <laughs> but means- that's just not. <laughs> no, I just thought I'm not going to blame anyone. It's my life. Yeah. I chose my husband. I chose him. So yeah. Yeah. That's my me, problem. To, to me, the whole spiritual bypassing thing is just another concept made up to sort of to use By again someone. people. Yeah, rather than. We're all human and we're all going to feel life sometimes more than others. And it's just been accepting of that, knowing that every experience we have is just an experience. I mean, it really is. Yeah, just there's nothing. Yeah, there's nothing. It's nothing serious. We're meant to play. Like Alan Watts. I listened to Alan Watts 
he signed me so posh um he said <laughs> like he says i think if you if you go on YouTube and look at Tree of Life, Alan Watts, mm-hmm. that little segment, I think it's about six minutes long. He just says like, we're meant to, it's like a piece of music life. You're not, you don't go to a concert to hear the, the end called. You go to dance to the whole thing or hear mm-hmm. the whole thing. And that life is about dancing through the whole life, not waiting to the end. Like everyone does, they screw their money away, waiting for this thing, this great life at the end. No. No, you dance the whole way through. Mm. We've made it like a series of steps. Like, you know, you grow up, go to school, go to college, university, get the job, get good at the job, get married, retire. But that's not it. It's not steps. It's a whole, we only have this moment. And whatever we do in this moment. What, was it you that put that picture on Facebook today of the old couple on the boat? Yeah, the- yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Do you want to explain it? Retirement. Do you want to explain it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was an old couple, and it looked like they were in Venice. So they'd saved up all their money, and they were doing all their bucket list. And they're sitting in a gondola, and they're asleep on each other. <laughs> and the, the guy driving it, what are they called? I don't know, sailing it, whatever, yeah. <laughs> he was just laughing. And it said, it said at the top, don't wait for retirement to travel or something like that. And I, I explained, I've done my bucket list, it's sorted, I've done loads of, I didn't even have a bucket list, but I've, done, I've had loads of fun. There's mm-hmm. nothing I need to do except spread love and be me. There's, mm-hmm. there's nothing left. But I'm happy, I, I just want to live simply. Yeah, I totally get so, that. Mm-hmm. Totally. But people do, and a lot of people I know have come to me and said, Nat, because of you, I've booked a holiday with my family. Because I thought, why am I saving all my money? You're right. And I love that. I love that. There was one woman I always remember. She took her kids to Lapland with their grandchildren. And, uh, yeah, she had a great time. But she wouldn't have done it if she hadn't seen my video. Mm-hmm. That's gorgeous. what I love when I get yeah. the stories. And I don't even know about That's what I love. That's what I said. I don't want to be one to I like it. Just giving it out there. And then people send me the messages when it's happened. Like one friend, known her for uh, 14 years, her partner was very toxic. I kept banging my head against a brick wall trying to help her. Then I left her for three years, but I'm not, when I sort of woke up to the fact you have to just be the example, you can't go around mm-hmm. really dictating. Then she suddenly texted me out of the I've left him. Thank you for being an example. I've watched your videos. It gave me strength to do it, and, and I've done it, and I'm free. So I'm listening in my kitchen. The sun's coming in. I'm listening oh. to songs about freedom. Um Thank you. And that oh, it made me cry. See, I cry about other people. I don't really cry about, I can't cry about myself because I don't see anything bad. If you're alive, I said to someone last night, every day above ground is a great day. <laughs> and she was wetting herself. She'd only just met me and she was like, oh, I love that. I love that. <laughs> Go on, well, say it again, say it again. It is so true, isn't it? Said it. Yeah. It, it, it is true. Yeah, people are not. Well, it's a huge sweeping generalisation, but gratefulness is huge, isn't it? To be grateful for what you have instead of always trying to get more. Exactly. Mm. And if people were moaning to me about first world problems, like they're stuck in traffic, blah, 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 I'll send them pictures of kids with no arms who are feeding themselves with their feet. I'll say, right, now tell me about your traffic. Mm. I don't do first world problems. I've got no interest. Like we got stuck on the way to school the other day, the whole of 
our area got stuck for about an hour because there was a tube strike and there was road work and stuff. So I just turned the music up for an hour, bled it out, like um, sort of contaminated other cars for happiness. <laughs> and because yeah, you can't, if you can't do anything about a situation, then don't moan about it, just do something fun. Mm-hmm. I've done it before, go out of the car, a little dance, we're stuck in traffic, and then everyone's smiling. And yeah, if you can't, but that's not an English thing or a human thing to do. We all start moaning. Mm-hmm. You just moan the whole time. What's the point? Mm-hmm. It's not going to change the fact you're stuck. No, I know. So just turn I'm... the music up and dance. That's what I say. Just... And yeah, and, and nothing bad happened. They got to school. There was late. It was late registration anyway. They would, they just didn't bother with all that because everyone was late. Mm-hmm. That was it, and we'd had fun. But that's not normal. <laughs> see that, that that's but it is normal. Do you know what I mean, Natalie? It is. It's it is normal, but most people don't live in that space. Mm. That's that's why that's, we've got to keep doing it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because when they do get it, when they see it, they go, "Oh yeah, Matt, that's it. You've got to do that. You're right." Like one man, he he went to a restaurant, and I'd said to him, uh, I'd said something to him. I can't remember what it was, but anyway, I come back from this restaurant with clients, and he went, "Nat, you know what I did because of you?" And I went, "No." He went. Right, we had our starters, and he went, I loved it. Uh, and then we had the main course. And then when they asked what we wanted for dessert, he went, I asked for my starter again. Because <laughs> he makes the rules. And I was like, I love that. Because who makes, who says you could have the dessert at the end? Oh, yeah, I know. Do what you want. So <laughs> he had his starter again, and he felt liberated. He was like, I wanted it, but, but society would dictate that I don't have that again, mm. even though I really loved it. We, we were in the it's hard the little rock. thing it is the little things we were in the hard rock cafe about five years ago and there was a group of guys came in and they started with their desserts and then worked their way backwards you know so, so they did that too they had their desserts and it was one of these big Sunday things they were all sharing and then they had their mains then they had their starter and <laughs> I loved that too. I just thought, really, I love those men. You know, and 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 one one of our one of our daughters, Natalie um, Lauren, when she was younger, a wee wee girl, she just didn't like cereal for breakfast. She didn't like bread. She still doesn't like sort of that kind of carb thing. And um, she used to get up in the morning and say, "Oh, I want pasta or I want pizza for my breakfast." And I just gave her what she wanted. I didn't think anything <laughs> of. I thought, well, she wants food. It's good. She goes to school with something yeah, on her yeah. stomach. But the mothers at the school were just so opinionated and judgmental that my daughter wasn't even came <laughs> you know, first thing in the morning. <laughs> but that's her preference. That's what she wants. That's what she thinks normal. And all of our girls... Yeah, you don't have to justify it. No, not at all. All of our girls prefer savoury food than sweet food. You know, and it's kind of like, well, yeah. why? It's not why. It's just people believe the hype. They believe the stories, mm. the conditioning that we've had through the years of this is how you're meant to be. And if you go outside of that, then you're strange. Because but that's when the good things happen. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. <laughs> that's own. it. And it's only our own thoughts that keep us like a prisoner in that 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 mental state in life. You said about the enormity earlier about um, people like if they work with me or they want to change stuff. It is enormous for them, even though it, 
it's not for us, but to come away from the crowd that they're in, that's, a, that's too big for them. We, it's not big for us, but they see that as, no, I cannot look like a weirdo. Billy no mates on my own, but that's what I am. I don't, and it's good, and people see it, and they're like, she's on their own. There's no partner. There's not many friends. But look at the joy. Um, but they can't. They, the programming that we need, we need a big group of friends around us. We need a, a boyfriend or girlfriend. That's all program. We, we were right. We're whole on our own. It's lovely if you find another hole and you, uh, yeah, and you're together for unconditional reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're not taught to be on our own. It's it's weird and. Mm-hmm. But that's because when you are with someone, so a lot of the time, because a lot of relationships are unhealthy, it keeps you small and not mm-hmm. doing anything out of the ordinary and out of society's, um, you know, norms. So it keeps everyone a bit trapped, doesn't it? Marriage is a trap. I mean, you're married, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're happy. But you're happy. But I, I saw you see marriage as a trap. And I love it when I see happy couple, married couples. I love it because it's so rare to me. Mm. Um, but for me, for me and a lot of couples I see, not you obviously, but they're, they're trapped. It's so hard to get out of. But I don't think you can legalise love. No. I don't think. No, my, my husband and I met, Natalie, uh, we met and married within five and a half months. Oh, and when, I mean, Jerry was 29 and I was 28. And... Um, when we told our, our, like our teenage daughters that that's what happened with us, one of them went, that's disgusting. <laughs> Cause she, really? Yeah, yeah, because she'd been in it with her boyfriend for about three years by that point. I, I love that man <laughs> more today than I did when I met him. And by God, I loved him when Aww. I met him. Natalie, he's just the kindest, sweetest, loving, hardworking man. I, I, we both knew the minute we met one another, we were meant to be together. He's he's Love like you. He makes na- me cry. Oh, he's naturally awake. <laughs> he's just naturally awake. Oh, you know, and that's and it's, so rare. I know it's 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 beautiful because, you know, he does his thing and I do my thing and we support one another. But there's it's completely unattached. Like I don't have to be with mm. him. He doesn't have to be with me. But we love being with one another. I mean, even last night, Natalie, it was it was I'd put on a thicker duvet in the bed, right? And last night it we just overheated, it was too hot. And I said to him this morning, I don't think I like this duvet on the bed. It's too hot. He says, Yeah, put the lighter one on. He says, Well, just cuddle to keep warm. And I thought I love that. That's that's all what's important. If I go out of a man now, I I don't even go out. We'll stay in my house and play cards and mm-hmm. talk. I don't need to be seen with. I don't need to walk into a party with someone on my arm. I like walking on my own mm-hmm. because then I'm not responsible. I can talk to it because I talk a lot. So I can talk to her if I want and don't have to keep looking over my shoulder thinking, oh, they're waiting for me. Yeah. So my relationships are quite private. They're in, they're, they're in my house. I don't mm-hmm. need... And the men are like, I think they've hit the jackpot. A woman doesn't want to <laughs> go out and spend their money. Or do, but I really don't. As long as I eat, I Mm-hmm. I love the connection with another human. Oh God! And the touch, too. and that, that's that's it. Mm-hmm. That, what do we need? What's better than that? Oh, I know. Nothing. But people have lost it. They're they're searching for it in other stuff. Holidays, 
restaurants. When people go, oh, you've got to go to this new posh restaurant, it's all because they've got bored a lot of it with, with the partner and, and they have to go to exciting places to, to be, to, you know, be able to go out of them. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't be able to sit in a car park with them or builder's cafe. Yeah, but but then you see people, Natalie, who are out, and you can tell, you can tell that the relationship's not in a good space, can't you? Oh, yeah, yeah. You can absolutely feel it. Natalie, we're coming to the end of the podcast. I've absolutely Mm. adored having you as a guest, and I know I'm going to have you back. (coughs) I've loved this. It's been so good. I just thank love, you oh you're so welcome I just love your energy and the way you think about life and I love even more Natalie that you, you just know who you are without having done all sorts of formal trainings to try and figure it out for yourself you've naturally been drawn towards things that have helped you see more and I love that yeah I did go I did go on a retreat with a with a coach when I first got divorced and I was get going down this road mm-hmm. I paid a lot of money went on a four-day retreat but oh my god I annoyed him so much <laughs> because I was coming out with truth and one day he snapped a bit <laughs> he went you I've never met anyone like you you're you remind me of a motocross rider I knew who was he was 26 and he had 30 broken bones he had no fear or something like that. He said he was autistic as well. He was autistic, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh!" And everyone after, because we're all sitting in the dark, they all went, "Oh, that!" Nah. <laughs> they went, "Nah, you're happier than him. You're yeah. happier than him. He doesn't like it." And that's when I saw that a lot of these people are in it for the money. It's yeah. the money. Like that. It's not. They want to get people in and keep them. They want them to buy every book. They want them to come to every retreat instead of. If I work with someone, it'll be six weeks, like, off you go. If we meet again, yeah. when you're not paying me, because we're mates now, you're on my level of <laughs> consciousness, I can spend time with you. I don't need it. Uh, it's an energy exchange, which is mutual. Mm-hmm. And that's what I've realised, that my energy is worth a lot. So if someone wants to spend time with me, it's got to be equal energy. They swap something or they buy me dinner. And there's no getting that out because she's happy and make, will make us happy. I'm not doing that. They have, there has to be. Someone said the other day, do you want to catch up? And I was like, I don't do catch ups. You just want my energy. <laughs> You've got to exchange something here. Yeah. You can buy, you can pay for my dinner. You can pay me money. You could do something else for me. There's no drain me and if it's not two way. And that mm. sounds harsh, but No, it doesn't. It doesn't everyone, everyone wants to catch up with me. They all want to catch up with me. Yeah. I'm not catching up. Like, yeah. I don't do catch up. That means now, I want lifting up. I want you you in my life for a few hours. Yeah, I get that. that. I get that. that all the time as well, Nat. And it's just kind of like, mm, mm. Mm. sometimes. Well, I blatantly say, as most people wouldn't. But I go, no, this guy, this, this guy went to me, can I just be your friend? <laughs> <laughs> but I don't do friends. <laughs> I like my strangeness. <laughs> Yeah. Totally get it. Yeah. Natalie, thanks again for coming on the podcast. I really, really enjoyed your company and um, I look forward to hearing about when you go onto the boat. Thank you.
Yeah, you could be larger than life 